Welcome to episode eight of Pro Preacher. I'm your host, Brandon Hilgeman, the founder of ProPreacher.com. And this is a podcast all about helping you grow your influence and ability to preach the gospel. What is the best Bible to use when you are standing on stage and preaching God's word to his people? That's a question that's been on my mind a lot lately, and I've been kind of on a journey trying to decide what Bible I am going to use every time I stand on stage and speak. And it may sound like an easy question, but when you really get into it, there are so many options, so many translations that you could easily get lost in the weeds trying to find the best Bible. So I kind of want to bring you in with me today on my journey looking for the best preaching Bible and show you kind of what I was looking for and how I landed on my decision for the best preaching Bible for me. Well, I've been on a bit of a journey lately and I've been doing a ton of research, reading a ton of reviews and studying up on different Bibles that are out there today. And I have narrowed it down to my top two for me. And so today I want to show you my two new favorite Bibles and the differences between them. And maybe you'll find one that works for you as well. Well, the first thing that everybody looks at when they're trying to pick out a new Bible is the translation. Now here's a little disclaimer, okay? I don't want to get too deep in the weeds with translations because there's a lot of controversy. There's a lot of debate surrounding which translation is the best translation and all that. Look, we are just blessed in the English language to have a ton of different choices for good translations. There are other languages out there in the world, if you speak that language where you only have maybe one translation or there hasn't even been one translated yet in your language. And so as English speakers, We have so many different great quality translations to choose from with some of the best and brightest minds and the best scholarship available today that we really were spoiled. So look, every time I talk about Bible translations, there are always people in the comments, well, this translation is better than the other. Just stop, okay? Don't be that person in the comments, all right? You need to let go of your bible all right? Your Bible idolatry saying that this Bible is the superior, only good Bible out there and realize that there are a lot of good Bible translations in the English language. None of them are perfect. They all have points where a scholar's got to a certain uh, phrase or word in the Bible that they had to make a choice and some chose one path and other versions, some scholars chose another path and maybe they didn't choose the path that you wish they would have chosen. But look, it's still a good translation where there were some complications and difficulties taking an ancient language and bringing it into the modern English and that's okay. But if you get all Bible self-righteous on me and start telling me that there's only one translation that's better and far superior than all the other translations, all you're showing is your ignorance and your lack of understanding of how the translation process works. I grew up in a church where the NIV was the version that we used every single Sunday. The NIV was what was good enough for my church. It was what was good enough for me growing up. I loved the NIV translation and growing up with it, I couldn't understand why other translations were so different. I couldn't understand why other people would even use another translation besides the NIV because that's what I grew up with. That's what I was familiar with. So when I heard scripture quoted in other translations, it's like, that doesn't sound like the Bible. The Bible should sound like the NIV. But then I went to Bible college and started to seriously study 
God's word. And I started to learn more and more about how the translation process works. And then I studied a lot on my own as a pastor and I went back to seminary and I took classes in Greek. And I have a much greater respect for the hard work and difficult choices that today's Bible scholars and translators have to make when coming to a conclusion of how to best translate the Bible. So there are some Bibles that are more loosely translated. They're more dynamic in a sense where they, they take the essential meaning of the original language and try to reframe it in the way that we would say it more today. And then there are other translations that are more rigid and trying to stick closer to a more formal style of more exactly what the original language said. So growing up with the NIV, it's a little bit more of a dynamic translation where it doesn't stay quite as close to the original language, but it still stays pretty faithful, pretty conservative to the text. But then as I went and I studied Greek, I realized how different some of the translations like the NIV were from the original language. So for me, what I kind of have settled on is I usually, for my personal study, I use the ESV, the English Standard Version, because I find it to be a pretty good balance of staying really close to the text, the original language, but still being readable, while the NIV is a little bit more readable, but not as quite close to the original text. But look, there's a lot of great translations out there. So your, your King James, your New King James, your uh, American Standard Bible, your ESV, they're all kind of on that closer to the original language, whereas your NIV, your CSB, and your NLT uh, are going to be more towards the more dynamic, more thought-for-thought uh, thought rather than word-for-word word translations. All of those are good. You just got to pick what's best for you. So for me, what I'm using is the ESV, so don't hate me in the comments, okay? That's the ones I went with. So I reached out to Crossway, which publishes the ESV, and they were super generous, super great people there. They ended up giving me two different Bibles that I had asked for that are geared towards pastors and geared towards preaching, which is exactly what I was looking for. And Crossway, uh, say what you want about the ESV translation, Crossway makes some really high quality, really great Bibles. And they have more types of Bibles and more variations of their Bibles than just about every other publisher out there. So after a lot of research, here's what I landed on is the two that I wanted to decide between which ones I would use. The ESV Pastor's Bible and the ESV Preaching Bible. So this here is the Pastor's Bible. It is a fantastic Bible. I love the feel of it. I love the look of it. It's a really good size, not too big, not too small. It's kind of right in there as like a good size Bible. And this is the Preaching Bible. The Preaching Bible is a, close to the same size as the Pastor's Bible, but far thicker a little bit more girthy, a little bit more weighty. If you're a Bible thumper, I mean, this Bible, this Bible will thump, okay? This is a big, solid, serious Bible right here. And the pastor's Bible is no joke, but the preaching Bible, even bigger. So the first thing you're looking at when you're looking at Bibles is obviously the price tag, okay? Can I afford this Bible? Is it way too expensive? So the pastor's Bible is a little bit cheaper. The pastor's Bible on Amazon right now, you can get it for about $60. The preaching Bible, on the other hand, is a whole nother level. This is at $130 right now on Amazon, but can run anywhere up to $200 for this Bible because this is the highest quality materials and binding and just they put a ton of extra effort looking into all the fine details and all the highest quality materials for this Bible. You might look at that price point right there and say, hey, 
that's really expensive, that's not for me. Or hey, you know, that one's more affordable, I'm gonna go with that one. Or you know what, hey, this is something I'm really gonna be using for decades preaching God's word and I wanna invest in high quality, good tool because I'm gonna be using this every single day. So the first thing we look at with these Bibles is the cover. Now the cover of the pastor's Bible is very high quality, it's genuine leather. It's got a really nice feel to it, a kind of a hard, rugged feel, but it feels extremely durable. It's got a lifetime guarantee, so this is a solidly built, durable cover. When you hold this thing up, it's more sturdy. It holds its form more. It doesn't flop too much. When you open it up, it doesn't bend too much, but it does lay flat. Which is, which is great, it's one of those things you're looking for in a Bible. It doesn't flop around too much so if you're holding it out and you're preaching and you're waving it around a little bit, it stays pretty much to form wide open. Or if you're shaking it around, it wiggles a little bit, but it's pretty sturdy. I have no problem throwing this in a bag or, or you know, you get in your car and you kind of toss it in the passenger seat next to you. I have no problem doing that knowing that this thing is able to take that kind of wear and tear. So this makes it just a perfect utility, all around carry it with you kind of Bible. It's on the go every day in and out. This is a good, rugged, strong Bible that I can highly recommend for people using every single day in ministry. Now the preaching Bible, on the other hand, is made of goat skin leather. And this is just super high quality, fancy leather. It is so soft. I mean, you could just, oh, just lay there and, and take a nap on this thing. It is so soft. Can I just soak in God's word by osmosis while I'm sleeping? That'd be great. You have to touch it just to understand what it feels like. It's super high quality, very nice leather, but it is a lot softer, so it makes it a lot more floppy. And the good thing about the floppiness of it is you open it up and it lays perfectly flat on any surface. But if you're holding it up and you have smaller hands, it's gonna bend funny, it might be a little harder for you. You can still do it if you spread your hands out like I do, and you can still see it, but it's gonna be a little bit more floppy as you, if you mold, hold it around and move it around. This thing could flap around and fly out of here. It's got these beautiful ridges on the spine. Just looks great, feels great, gives you a good grip on there. And this, you can just feel it, this is high quality. And I don't know why, but for some reason, just there's a, a beautiful like, almost new car, new Bible smell that the preaching Bible gives off that I don't know why, but I'm liking it. So this Bible also has a lifetime guarantee. It's incredibly sturdy, incredibly durable, high quality materials that I trust. However, I will say that because it's so soft, because it's so flexible and movable, I would feel a lot less comfortable shoving this in a bag or tossing it in my car because I just feel like the cover could flop over and somehow I feel like uh, the pages could get ruffled up or bent if I didn't store it properly or if it got smashed or mushed around by something in my bag. So because of that, this is not so much of your everyday carry Bible. This instead is built for what it was made for, which is to lay flat, lay open on a pulpit or lay open on your desk. It's perfect for that, but it's not the kind of Bible that you can just kick around, take around, throw around with you. Now, the next thing that, that we look at, obviously, is the size. The pastor's Bible is six inches by nine inches, and it's a really good size, and it's only about an inch thick, which is just a great thickness. It feels good in your hand. You can carry it around pretty comfortably. I really like the size and the feel of this one. And the Preacher's Bible is a whole lot thicker. So the dimensions of the Preaching Bible is actually very similar to the dimensions of the Pastor's Bible, except the Preacher's Bible just got a little bit bigger paper and it's got 
these edges of the Preacher's Bible, these edges are just a whole lot, it's just got a much wider lip all the way around the way this leather is, is created. But the biggest difference is in the thickness of it, in, in the width of this thing, and in the weight. So when you're holding these Bibles, the pastor's Bible is pretty comfortable, you could carry it around. The preaching Bible feels just a lot heavier. If you're carrying it around all day, it's gonna, it's gonna wear you out a little bit more. And the pastor's Bible weighs in at about 2.16 pounds roughly, and so it feels pretty good. It's still kind of heavy, but it just feels feels not too bad. The preaching Bible, on the other hand, is about a full pound and a half more, 3.62 pounds roughly. And this thing, it just feels a lot heavier. It feels good, but it's heavier. So if you were to carry this around in a bag or be carrying it around with you all day, it's gonna get more tiring and a little more cumbersome. The preaching Bible is gonna, could make a more flimsy music stand struggle under its weight. I think the pastor's Bible would be okay, but this one's gonna be a little bit more taxing on whatever stand you use if you're not using something sturdy. Okay, next, let's look at the layout of these Bibles. Now, the pastor's Bible has a nine-point font. So it's a little on the smaller side, but not too small. It's got a double column, which is good for fitting, uh, making the Bible thinner so you can put more text on each page. But the double column also could be a little distracting if you're preaching line by line through a verse of the Bible. The more you have on a page, the more likely you are to lose your spot or get distracted or accidentally misplace where you were in the text and spend awkward time in front of everyone searching with your finger trying to find where you left off. So that can be a problem when it comes to preaching. It also has a very narrow margin. So if you're a note taker, if you're somebody who likes to write in your Bible, there's not a lot of room in the preaching Bible. It includes cross references. So if that's something you like, you've got all the cross references there in a lower right-hand corner block. That's not gonna help you as much when you're preaching. It does clutter the page a little bit more because you're not having the time while you're preaching to look up each cross-reference. Uh, you should have already done that before you stand up and start teaching the passage. Also, the paper is a little thinner. Now, it's not the thinnest Bible paper I've ever seen, but it is more thin if you compare it to the preaching Bible. You can hear it. Just got a little more crinkle to it but it's still solid, it's still strong, it's good paper, just thinner. And with that, um, there's a little bit more what's called ghosting, where you can see a little bit of the text on the other page through the paper. Now, it's not bad by any means. There are some Bibles that the, the paper is so thin that it's distracting because the ink from the other side of the page shows through so much. This isn't that. And the text is in a line on both sides, so you see the black and white of the words in the blank spaces of the text. Also, just one thing to note, in both Bibles, there are no red letters for Jesus's words. I think they do that on purpose because the red could be a little harder to read or distracting when you're on stage preaching. Now, the Preaching Bible has a 10-point font, so the font is just a lot bigger. It's more readable. This is also a single column Bible. So there's just one column per page, keeping the text very clean, very clutter-free, very clear. They also removed any cross-references. So if you want cross-references in a Bible, this is not the Bible for you. But the reason they take those out, I believe, is to keep it more clean, to keep it more simple. So when you are preaching from this Bible, it is just you and the text. The margins on this thing are pretty wide. They're not the widest, but they're pretty wide. So if you're a note taker, you can easily uh, take lots of notes in the margins of this Bible, make any highlights or anything you need to remember while you're preaching the text, if that's your thing. Also, with this Bible, the paper is thick it's higher quality. It's still kind of crinkly, but it's a little thicker, a little more quality than the pastor Bibles. There's less 
ghosting, there's less text from the other side showing through the pages, and it's also text aligned. They went the extra mile here and made sure that the text on one side of the page is on the same exact line as the text on the other side of the page, so there's less of a distraction of the text showing through because it's behind the black ink. And another thing that they promote about this Bible is that the verse numbers are a little more enlarged than other Bibles. It also has more space around it. So as you're reading, it's a lot easier to find each verse number. In case you lose your place, it has more space around it, it's bigger and it's bolder, so it's easier to find each verse. And I find that really helpful. The next big test for any Bible that you want to use for preaching is the lay flat test. This is the Genesis 1 and Revelation 22 test. So when you open your Bible to Genesis 1, you set it down on a table or set it down on your podium, will it stay at Genesis 1? So if you're preaching from the beginning of the Bible, will that Bible stay put or will it start to fold back up? That's no good when you're preaching. And also, if you were preaching at the very end of the Bible in Revelation 22, is the Bible going to do the same thing? Is it going to start folding back over or is it going to hold and lay flat? So in the test that I did, the pastor's Bible did stay flat at Genesis 1. However, it started fighting me on it. It started to slowly creep back up about a quarter of the way and hold there. So it stayed open, but you could see it wanting to start closing. And again, when I went to Revelation 22, it did start to creep up on me slowly. It stayed open, so it wasn't a problem, but it was a bit of a distraction and it did start fighting me a little bit on that as well. Not bad, but not perfect. The preaching Bible, on the other hand, when I went to Genesis chapter 1 and opened it up, it laid flat and stayed flat. And then again in Revelation 22, I opened it up and it laid flat and it stayed flat. So as far as the lay flat test goes, both are good, but the preaching Bible is great and the pastor's Bible is okay. The pastor's Bible does have two black ribbons to help you hold your place. They're both black. They're not different colors like some people like. I don't mind having them the same color. I can remember between two which one is in which spot. Something to note about the pastor's Bible being billed as a Bible for pastors, it does include some extra resources that'll help you do various things that are required of you in ministry. When you open up the pastor's Bible between the Old Testament and the New Testament, they have an intertestamental area with different content where they have some things in here that are helpful, like wedding services where they can, they go through a whole wedding service. By the way, I offer funeral wedding sermons. Check them out at ProPreacher.com. Those will be helpful for you. <laughs> Little plug there. I appreciate that it includes things like some of the historical Christian creeds, like the the Apostles' Creed and the Nicene Creed and some different things in there that'll be helpful. But I will say I'm not a huge fan of putting it in the middle of the Bible, almost like it's scripture. Now, I understand why they do that. They put it in there in the center because if you're doing the wedding sermon and you want to do it uh, straight from the Bible and you want to do the wedding ceremony that's already in here, you just open it up to the wedding ceremony and you could just open your Bible perfectly in the middle. It'll lay nice and flat for you and you could read that or use that as notes as you officiate the wedding. So that is helpful in that way. However, for me, um, I would never use that in the Bible in that way uh, because I like to have the name of the bride and the groom written in there. And uh, it's, that would only be a one-time use for me if I write it in there in pen. So for me personally, I would rather it be more in the back as a resource that you could use and then 
copy down into another document to use uh, and then you could stick that in here if you need to or whatever but that's just me so other people might find that to be helpful and then in the back they do have some really cool sections uh, about how to lead your congregation through different aspects of worship and how to lead your congregation as a shepherd in different uh, areas of counseling and things like that so the selling point for the pastor's bible is that it is for the on the ground pastor the pastor in the trenches who's going to be using this day in and day out and in that i believe it succeeds it's got some great resources, some great helpful practical tips and things in there for you. And also it's just a solid, durable, portable Bible that you could throw in your bag, you could throw in your car, taking it with you to counseling, taking it with you to a Bible study. This Bible is great for pastors. I highly recommend it in that way. And the price point, although higher than some other Bibles, this is for a professional in ministry. This is a professional tool that you are going to be using every single day, like a construction worker who's going to need to have the right tools and quality quality tools. You need the right Bible and a quality Bible to do your job day in and day out. And this would be a fantastic one. It'd be a great gift as well. Now, some of the extra features of the preaching Bible, again, like the pastor's Bible, it has two ribbons to mark your spot, which I find to be helpful. Again, they're both black. They also are a bit long. I'm not really a fan of how long these things are coming out of the Bible, but you could always just trim them up. Unlike the pastor's Bible, the preaching Bible does not have a lot of extra content in there. It is a bare bones, get into the text, preach the text, use it just for that kind of Bible. So there aren't the extra helpful articles. In the front, it just gets right into the table of contents, a brief message about how this ESV version was translated, and then it jumps right into Genesis right at the beginning. And it goes all the way straight through to Revelation at the end. And there's a couple maps in the back if you're interested in the maps. Although I'm not quite sure why they include the maps in a preaching Bible because you're not really going to use those unless you're taking pictures and posting them up on a screen or something for everyone to see. You're not really going to hold up your Bible and be like, hey guys, in the back row, look at this, you know. But what I love about this Bible is just the noticeable difference in the quality of the materials and the quality of this Bible. It is just on a whole nother level. It smells good. It feels good. I could nap with this thing. It is so soft. It is just a great high quality Bible that you just have to, you have to see it in person. You have to feel it. You have to touch it. You have to smell it to understand just how nice this book is. Now, the selling point and the distinctive of this one is that it is built for preaching. And I have to say, it is a really amazing effort in that direction. This is a great high quality preaching Bible that if you are going to use this for preaching, this is one of the best I have seen out there. It's a bit bulky, so it's not necessarily your everyday carry utility Bible, but as far as sitting on stage, bringing it with you, putting it on a table, putting it on a podium, this thing is just mm, money. And again, this would make a fantastic gift for any preacher out there. So which Bible is better? The pastor's Bible or the preaching Bible? Well, it really depends. What are you wanting to use it for? If you want an all-around utility, durable, rough and tough Bible that you can take with you to appointments that you can toss in your bag, that you can throw in your car, that's gonna have some extra resources for you, the pastor's Bible's got all those resources. It's a great Bible that you can just take with you and it's gonna help you out in those areas. But if you're looking for a Bible that is just for preaching or just for personal study and reading sitting on your desk, then the preaching Bible is a great Bible for you. You just can't deny the beauty and the attention to details that they put into that Bible. It is just a beautiful, 
all-around great Bible. So there you have it. I think for day-to-day -day carry or for doing weddings or counseling or just going to a Bible study, this would be the one that I will bring with me, the pastor's Bible. However, for all of my preaching, for any time I'm on stage in front of people or I'm just sitting at my desk and just reading the Bible, this is my go-to now. I love this Bible. They're both successful for what they were created to be. One for more the utility, all-around pastor's Bible, the other for more the high-quality lifetime in the pulpit with you preaching Bible. So hey, thank you for listening to Pro Preacher. If you found this episode to be helpful, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And please help others find this by leaving a quick review or sharing this show with someone who could benefit from hearing it as well. For show notes and more content like this, go to ProPreacher.com. Thanks, I'll see you in the next episode.